0: I have come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass,
1: and I'm all out of bubblegum. Standing up and speaking out,
2: here's Hal Sparks. Hi there, everybody. Oh, okay, a little bit of a feedback on me. It's all right, it happens. It's going to happen every so often. I uh, don't even know it's... How do you even begin to take a victory lap as big as the one I deserve currently? Um. Okay, you'll manage. It is no surprise. And by the way, thank you, um, Benny Loco and Hal Vickery. Right out of the gate for super chatting us in uh, at InfotainmentWars dot com. We have the documents, uh, um, which is more than Gordon Sondland can say. Now, um, uh, okay. So over the you know when this all started when the you know the the Republicans would like to say. As we go uh, through the the last couple of weeks and especially the last week, holy smokes and all the stuff and hello chatters. And we will definitely uh, engage all you guys today because there is so much to do. And I have tons of of audio to play, um, but I I want to pay a special thank you to all the listeners And all the people who um, are, you know, regular participants in our chat room and all that stuff, not just because they are invaluable to this show, not because many of them are Patreon supporters, not because many of them super chat and are just a great member of the conversation. And that that not only is is it good to have you guys here every week, but also like when I was on uh, the pro left podcast, they they were gushing about how the HSRPM fans came over and listened to that and were engaging with them. And they were like, these people are awesome. Wow. I agree. Um, But even above and beyond all that, um, you guys serve as witnesses (laughs) to, to the occasional bouts of greatness that occur on this show by God. You're and, like a broken clock, baby. Uh, I'm yeah, twice a year. I'm, I'm like a broken calendar. <laughs> I'm like <I'm, right> once <laughs> a year. No, a <laughs> broken abacus. That's right. Um I said early on in this that um and and many people will know that this was my gripe that there there was uh, a lot of talk about how the the republic and that Donald Trump was trying to get quote dirt on the Bidens, dirt on uh, Hunter Biden and Joe Biden to help him in his campaign. And I said untrue. What Donald Trump was trying to get was a PR stunt by say, by just announcing that there was going to be an investigation. He in the in when those texts started coming out in August early September of the uh, the back and forth between Volker and Sondland and all these guys, they were negotiating like a contract negotiation between, uh, okay, you guys do this, we'll do this. Otherwise known as a quid pro quo. No quid pro quo. Yes, quid pro quo. And we will play. Want the- anything. Yeah, we will play. I don't the- want anything. Yes. We will play the, I don't want anything. I don't want anything. I'm not, whoever's listening, whoever else is on this phone call. I know they've just started an, 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 an investigation, so I don't want anything. I just want him to do what's right. But he knows what's right because Rudy told him what was right. So, yeah. So uh, um, it is a, a PR stunt. This is what he wanted. He wanted, and this was my, what I said when this all began. Because everybody was like, they were trying to get dirt on the Bidens. They kept saying this over and over again, trying to get dirt on the Bidens. They want to get dirt on the Bidens. They want to dirty up the dirt and they want dirt and dirty dirt. And, And I was saying he there is none. There is none to be had. This has been looked into dozens of times. This is, you know, untoward looking. But if you want to start talking about untoward looking stuff like the deals, I mean, just the Eric Trump and Don Junior talking about how all their money came out of Russia and how they got six hundred million dollars through Deutsche Bank during a period when Deutsche Bank software that is supposed to catch hinky transactions was somehow on the fritz during the same time wherein they were getting the majority of their loan money that they were passing out from Russia. Okay, Hmm. Um, magically. Okay, but but we're we're to believe that because Joe Biden's son got a job on uh, a a, on a board of a company that his company, along with other people, put in a huge investment into. Which, by the way, that's how investment capital often works. You get a board position because you just gave them a bunch of money. You or you incorporated that money. You've went out and found that money. It's like a finder's fee. You go out and find that money and you get it put into the company and then you get to sit on the board and make sure that the money that you gathered from these other people goes where you said it was going to go. Right. So that's not none of this is surprising. None of this is if you don't like that kind of business, you don't like that kind of business. It has nothing to do with Hunter Biden or any or barisma or any of that stuff. But but the clear thing was, is that everybody was saying Donald Trump wants dirt on Joe Biden. He was trying to uh, he was extorting or bribing or how or quid pro quoing a foreign co- uh, country and the leadership of a foreign country to get them to provide him with, quote, dirt on uh, the Bidens. And uh, my argument was there is none. What he wanted was a replay of the Comey moment with Hillary Clinton, where Comey came hey, out man. and said, there's something still going on. We're going to look into this, that we need to continue to look into this uh, um, you know, her email server, there's, you know, after Anthony Weiner's laptop, no snickering, um, was uh, was seized because he was sexting an underage girl like the creep he is um, because of her assistant having used the same email chain in that apartment or wherever they were um. Uh that made them you know relook into this thing, and he came out comey announced that there were there was something to this now, two weeks ago, we get this big announcement. oh by the way, we looked into everything it's finished. Donald Trump's own justice department under Bill Barr found nothing um in the Hillary Clinton email scandal done go over they put a pin in it that's it's it is it is water under the bridge uh but that was there was no one that doesn't know that that didn't benefit Donald Trump. And what he wanted was a redo of that moment. And what he was going to do was extort Zelensky to get him to do it by holding up the aid and by uh, making sure that um, he went out and made a public announcement. This was the lever, you know, the you know, the, the quid and the, and the quo in this circumstance. Right. So. He, well what he quote well, cool. um <laughs> he's gonna put joey lawrence in charge of being a, right. gonna happen it's okay so um but i said early on i said this and i'm patting myself on the back and am trying not to throw my arm out but i said this is not about dirt this is about an announcement and thank you lisa um and sondland who everybody's you know said was going to be that, you know, the nail in Trump's coffin. If it, it, they, oh, they actually thought he was going to plead the fifth initially. And then they said, oh, my God, he changed his testimony. He's probably going to come out and protect himself. So what he's going to say is really, um, you know, uh, dangerous to Trump. And I'm gonna, I know this buries the lead, and this is way into the testimony. This is two hours into his testimony. Uh, Adam Schiff is questioning him about this. <coughs> Excuse me. Schiff is still on the idea that he wants the dirt. Schiff is still pushing this idea. He's still focusing on this part. And my right. uh, I, I stand by what I said and listen to what follows up. So this comes from uh, this is a t like about almost exactly two hours in from Mr. Giuliani.
3: But he had he had to get those two investigations if that official act was going to take place, correct?
1: He had to announce the investigations. He didn't actually have to do them as I understood it.
2: Wait, 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 wait. Uh-huh. Excuse me. Excuse me. What did I say? What did I say? He did not have to do the investigations. I, I feel like I'm, it's like Joe versus a volcano. I know he can right. do the job, but can he? I know he can get the job, but can he do the job? I did not <laughs> answer, <laughs> you know, that okay, I need to see that movie, again that part of it.
3: Again, what the president wanted, these two investigations, is that right? Correct. And that everybody knew it. Correct. Now, that White House meeting was going to be an official meeting between the two presidents, correct? Presumably, he talks about how important this is. It would be an Oval Office meeting, hopefully, a working meeting. Yes, working meeting. So an official act.
2: Yeah. So when, by the way, when Sondland says it's a working meeting that Zelensky was going to get with Trump in the White House, the idea is that, and how this looks to Russia and everywhere else is, this is a closed door, uh, notes free meeting like the ones Putin has all the time with Trump, and the pressure that this would put on on Russia would would uh, you know would be extreme it would it would it would basically be Zelensky wagging his relationship with the United States in the face of Russia
3: and in order to perform that official act again, Donald Trump wanted these two investigations that would help his reelection campaign correct? I can't characterize why he wanted them. All I can tell you is this is what we heard
2: from mr Giuliani so but Giuliani yeah. is conveying what the what they're going to have to do.
3: He had to get those two investigations if that official act was going to take place. Correct.
1: He had to announce the investigations. He didn't actually have to do them
2: as I understood it. So that that's it. That's that's the amazing. That is the most Trump part of this whole nonsense. uh, We got to take a break. Um, Let that let let that stew in you, kids. Let, let that let that gestate for a moment. And we're going to get into some of Sondland. Um, our, we're all standing Fiona Hill um, this week, but also uh, Holmes and Holmes. And um, and by the way, uh, Trump is having a working meeting on vaping right now. I don't know if you know that. <laughs> They're, they're really focusing on this, and, uh, and it's going like to stop. A the up on, fraud. Yes, follow us on uh, on Twitter at Hal Sparks and at J Million on there, and of course uh, go to infotainmentwars.com. Subscribe, subscribe to the YouTube channel. Give us a thumbs up right now. There's a bunch of you in the chat room. Give it a thumbs up right now. We'll be back right after this. So the holidays are coming, there's office parties, family gatherings, and a lot of pictures of you smiling are on the way. And if your teeth are discolored, or coffee stained, or in my case, tea stained more often, uh, that's a difficult part of the year. But not me, not this year. I'm going to have sparkling, pearly white teeth because I'm holding my fresh box of power swabs. That's right. Uh, You never... Uh knew really what uh white was until you whitened with power swabs. They're clinically proven to whiten an average of two shades in the first five minutes. Five minutes. You've got five minutes to take a better holiday picture, don't you? Power swabs never leave my teeth and gums sore and sensitive like other whitening treatments. You don't have to peel them off afterwards, like those strips and all that. It's totally safe and effective on all dental work. And if you're not happy, power swabs are back with a 30-day money-back guarantee. You need to try power swabs, and you will not believe how much whiter your teeth will be in five minutes. Uh, I got you a great deal. Go to buypowerswabs.com, buypowerswabs.com, and use my code SEXY, S-E-X-Y, all caps, so they know it's from me, and and you get 40% off, and an additional $10 off, plus a free quick stick. Yeah, that's right. 40% off, plus $10 off, plus a free quick stick. They're basically giving him to you for free just because you're using the code word SEXY, S-E-X-Y, for me, the OG, sexy liberal. Or you can call 1-800-668-1749 and use my code SEXY. That's BuyPowerSwabs.com, code SEXY. Visit BuyPowerSwabs.com today.
0: Now let's get back to Hal Sparks' radio program, Mega Worldwide.
2: So um, Trump was on Fox and Friends and uh, let's be abundantly clear. Uh, He says that uh, Holmes Holmes, um, the the assistant who was at lunch with Gordon Sondland overhearing the uh, the loud uh, obscenity laced phone call. Thank you, Paula. Um, uh, Phone call from uh, Donald Trump. He says that call didn't actually happen. We'll get to that in a, in a little bit. Um, but uh, this, here's, here's Gordon Sondland on it.
3: And you have no, doubt, no reason to doubt Mr. Holmes' recounting of your conversation with the president? Uh,
2: the
1: only part of Mr. Holmes' uh, recounting Holmes. that I take exception with is I do not recall mentioning the Bidens. That did not enter my mind. It was Burisma in 2016
3: elections. You have no reason to believe that Mr. Holmes would make that up, if that's what he recalls you saying? You have no reason to question that, do you? I I, I don't recall saying Biden. I never recall saying Biden.
2: But the call happened.
3: But the rest of uh, Mr. Holmes' uh, recollection is consistent with your own.
1: Well, I can't testify as to what Mr. Holmes might or might not have heard through the phone.
3: I don't know how he heard the conversation. All right. Are you familiar with this testimony? Vaguely, yes. And the only exception you take is to the mention of the name Biden, correct,
2: okay, so uh Sondland backs up Holmes. the call happened,
3: the yelling you
2: know the he loves your ass phone call um and overall um i mean there's there's a lot to get to in in what was said, but the primary thing that kept coming up um again and again. Was, you know, Trump pushing this whole idea that there was no pro quo. Um, and in reality, of course, uh, he, there absolutely was. Um, as a matter of fact, uh, I think we have that exact moment. Just Let me find say th- this. Um, hold on. I-, I, I'll, I have to roll forward. It goes on for quite a while. Uh, But the most important part comes around an hour and 13 minutes into uh, Sondland's opening statement. Um, And I mean, there's a bunch of stuff I think that got missed uh, over uh, over the process of this. But this was obviously key
1: from President Zelensky committing to investigations of Burisma and the 2016 election. Mr. Giuliani expressed those requests
2: directly to the Ukrainians. Oh, sorry. Hold on. And Mr. Giuliani. I, back, I, I also overshot it. those requests directly to us. Secretary uh, Pompeo. It, this is where Secretary he's naming Perry. everybody else. Hold on. I, I like White House. There's this is there is President so much of this. Giuliani also expressed. F- footage. Those requests <laughs> it's ridiculous. Directly hold on. There we go.
1: Back up. White House call and the White House meeting. The answer is yes.
2: Hold on, the, I get, we got to use the magic words. President's
1: concerns. However, I have no recollection of discussing Vice President Biden or his son. By the way, he
2: keeps eliminating Biden from his conversation to protect himself.
1: I know that members of this committee frequently frame these complicated issues in the form of a simple question. Was there a quid pro quo? As I testified previously, with regard to the requested White House call and the White House meeting... The answer is yes.
2: The what? Excuse me. Excuse me, what?
1: As I testified previously with regard to the requested White House call and the White House meeting, the answer is yes. Oh, well, what do you know? Mr. Giuliani conveyed to Secretary Perry, Ambassador Volcker, and others that President Trump wanted a public statement from President Zelensky committing to investigations of Burisma and the 2016 election. Mr. Giuliani expressed those requests directly to the Ukrainians. And Mr. Giuliani also expressed those requests
2: directly to us. So um, there's a couple of things that uh, Sondland is doing here, by the way. Um, He is continuing to uh, eliminate the idea that he knew that Burisma and Biden were connected in any way. This is some sort of legal cover from what he said during his closed door testimony between him and his, uh, and his, uh, you know, relation with, uh, information beforehand, that it's going to sound like, um, beg your pardon. And people were saying, is it, yeah, it's, it's quieter. The Mr. Julian. so the President House call and the White House meeting, it issues. There was a particular, is that louder? I can't,
1: we were hearing, tells it. A about the president's concerns. However, I have no recollection of discussing Vice President Biden or his son on that call. He or keeps after the protecting
2: himself by saying that that is crucial to I what his earlier testimony was. For some reason.
1: These complicated issues in the form of a simple question. Was there a quid pro quo? As I testified previously, with regard to the requested White House call and the White House meeting,
2: the answer is yes okay so he's he 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 basically it says that the quid pro quo was based entirely as far as he was concerned at least you know as far as his discernment of it on the announcement that was the thing and that is uh, a crucial aspect of this you know the the Again, this is a redo of the Comey moment. This is what they're setting up. And what's really important for people to re- understand is that their focus became getting this announcement, not the actual investigation. Now, backstory to this is Rudy Giuliani and then later on with Bill Barr running around all summer were looking for dirt on the Bidens to to as part of this investigation They found none. They were also looking for this, quote unquote, the server. They were, you know, because Trump was making them chase down this fantasy um, that somehow uh, the the crowd strike uh, the DNC to protect themselves from their weird plan to uh, to throw the election to Hillary Clinton by hacking their own servers and hiring CrowdStrike, that their big plan was, we're not going to give the, uh, the server to the FBI. We're going to give it to CrowdStrike, and they're going to hide it in Ukraine. Now, I, <laughs> why they wouldn't just throw it in the ocean <laughs> is anybody's guess. I mean, you're in D.C. Baltimore is an hour drive rent a boat, (laughs) the server is gone forever. But for some reason it made sense to them and it still sticks in Trump's brain that they sent this server, which by the way, there's like 108 or 140, depending on who you ask, servers that they used for all this data over time. And they gave disc images to the FBI and CrowdStrike looked at the physical ones at one point but they were using discs, images. This, like, I don't know what kind of LP version of, uh, how they're keeping track. We want to see the real to real tapes. To see the splices. I don't believe that Lars Ulrich is a good drummer. I want to see <sighs> how this, this, this section Lars. of master of puppets was put together. There's like 900 edits. Um, we got to take a break. Um, we'll be back right after this. Uh, there is just so much to get to. It's impossible. Uh, thanks for tuning in. Uh And uh, like and subscribe. Give it a thumbs up. We'll be back. Now let's get back with Sparks radio program, Mega Worldwide. So let's let's be abundantly clear while we're at it, shall we, that um, that Donald Trump is saying that you can't um, you, uh, like uh, no nope, that, that he doesn't remember the call with Sondland that Holmes is relating and that Sondland just said, yeah, that happened. I don't remember saying the word Biden, but that's mainly to cover my butt. Um, with what we know now about what he said uh, in in private session, his testimony behind closed doors in the transcript and why he was trying to like, if I say I knew it was Biden, I'm part of this whole thing on the Rudy side. And I want to be on this the uh, the ambassador side of this whole thing. And if I can make it look like I had plausible deniability about what Rudy was up to, I'm covered. And that's clearly what he's attempting here. Um, But uh, here's Trump talking about the call.
0: I can't hear the other side. The phone's up in the air, unless you have it
2: on the speaker. And this is this is him saying, no, you, you can't really hear the call, anyways. Like that, <laughs> that he he's got great hearing.
0: But the guy yesterday on the telephone, David Holmes. Yes, I heard the conversation. Well, I have really good hearing, and I've been watching uh-huh. for forty years make phone calls, uh-huh. and I can't hear when you're, and you could be two feet away. I can't hear people making. Calls. I can't hear the other side. The phone's up in the air. Unless you have it on a speakerphone, you can't do it. Right. Uh, that was a total phone right. deal. That was a phone. You know, again, call it deep. Right, deep but Mr. President, Mr. President, call it anti-Trump. You, your
1: Your ambassador said that uh, there was quid pro quo because he won. Uh, you wanted an investigation into corruption, but it involved uh, Joe Biden and Hunter Favorite Biden. quote, and then it becomes quote coming like, up. Uh, look, he's he's going after dirt on the Bidens because Joe Biden could be yeah. his uh, his opponent well, in twenty twenty.
0: First of all, that's not true. Okay, number one, it's absolutely not true. Now, then you have to say which if part, you saw Joe which Biden, part is Joe not true. Biden is corrupt. <laughs> there was it's not true what he said. Now, what he said also is there was no quid pro quo. I want nothing. Remember, it was trending number yeah. one. <laughs> I want nothing. He did that when he was questioned. Come on, man. And yeah. by the way, check out his lawyers. They're Hillary Clinton lawyers. This guy has Hillary Clinton lawyers. They're, they're Democrats.
2: Here's here's what I want to know. Are obviously, um, say what you will about Democrats versus Republicans, but it seems like Democrats have the best lawyers in the world. Because every time a Trumpy gets in trouble, they don't run to Republican lawyers for some reason. Apparently, all these folks, including Sondland, who's a millionaire who can afford whatever lawyers he wants. uh, Apparently, they all go get Hillary Clinton's lawyers because they're the best in the business. So, again, Trump knows all the best people. They're the best. I know the best people, all the best people. But every time somebody wants to go hire somebody, they don't hire his best people, his two lawyers, one's in jail and one's about <laughs> to be indicted. And these guys keep, he's getting Hillary Clinton lawyers. All right. Sunderland. But
0: he's sitting there, Sunderland, yeah. He's sitting there with Clinton lawyers. They're passing him notes all the time. And he didn't put the most important phrase in his 22 page. Statement that he read, the most important phrase was, I want nothing. Twice. Right.
2: The most important phrase was after we robbed the bank and we're at the hideout and we realize that one of the people in the room is a rat. Um, we all are supposed to start saying this is not stolen money. We're all giving it to charity. She's going to meet us at the strip club. We'll give it to her one bill at a time. This is like the uh, You know, again, his whole I want nothing, I just want him to do the right thing. That happened um, when the Politico story had already come out. It was very obvious, by the way, and there's no recording that he said this. This is what Sondland related that he said. Um, But and I don't disagree that he did it, but uh, understand that Trump acts like it was a recording. And it's, you know, it's any more quote, like somehow what other people heard was hearsay. But what Sondland says that Trump said isn't right. So uh, uh, unbelievable. OK, so. Yeah, I said it. <laughs>
0: I want nothing. I want nothing. I want no quid pro quo. <laughs> President Zelensky, whatever notes. is right, something to that effect. Mm-hmm. And they didn't put that in. That was the end of the television. Yeah, yeah. That's what Get he said. That, now, yeah.
2: With all of that. Sorry. Of course, you have to look at at corrupt. So, uh, by the way, again, uh, our uh, yes, and thank you, can for mentioning the 773-763-9278 is our number. If anybody wants to call in, there's so much to talk about this week and so many uh, like lovely, joyous bits of audio. Um, but the again, there, they seem to be this focus on as long as you don't use the words bribery or quid pro quo in your in your carrying out bribery or your establishment of a quid pro quo or you deny the, you know, the, this isn't bribery, but if you don't give me the money, I won't do the thing, right? Basically, um, this isn't a quid pro quo, but if you don't do this, I'm not going to do that. This, this seems to be their le- entire legal argument is it's not a quid pro quo because I said so, but meanwhile, Rudy Giuliani, Sondland, um, uh, Volker, um, uh, all these folks are engaged in getting what the president wants from Zelensky in exchange for him releasing this aid. Now, the the key point, and I would like to remind everybody is that the, the two elements that were being withheld, White House meeting and the aid, Donald Trump had no legal right to withhold the aid. Donald Trump, understand this, it, the Congress had already allocated that money. Um. Uh, Trump told Mulvaney to hold that money and not send it every day. He didn't send it was a day that put, uh, Ukrainians in danger. Um, and this idea that like, well, they had money to get to this point. So it was just the money from that point on. If you want them to be behind the eight ball, sure. But the reason we continually give them aid is so that they can build up a defense, not just in the stasis of under, you know, a constant barrage attack from, from Russia. So but the primary thing is the aid was going through no matter what, the, you know, that there was already hounds were on the uh, were on the trail. Politico had put out this story that it made, um, uh, I think, Volcker uh, you know, or uh, Taylor text Sondland and go, hey, did you just see this? And he's like, call me. That part of it, they they knew it's got to go. It's got to go through. That money has to be released or uh, there is a monetary number on this exchange. This quid pro quo with the cash is so obvious and they've already discovered it. So leave the money, run out of the bank. It's an attempted robbery at this point. We'll all meet back at the clubhouse. But the, but the, the, the crime was in the process of being committed. It just failed because they took too long. And by the way, this is why the scramble. This is why Trump is so frustrated because he's looking at they're letting him know that the October 1st deadline is coming up when the money would have to be reallocated. Everybody in Congress is already squealing. A a lot of the people who are talking to uh, Zelensky have already said, you know, the money should be coming. We allocated this a long time ago. Um, This this has no, um, uh, you know, this has no bearing on anything and beg your pardon, uh, the, uh, people in the, ch- in the chat room, uh, for, uh, the awful troll we just had, which is a good sign because I think it means we're doing well, uh, when you get one that awful, um, so in, in doing this, withholding the, the funds, uh, was was very obvious and egregious, and they were being caught. So there was a big scramble: get this done, get this done before this date comes up. And then the Politico story starts coming up, and it it, it all starts to spill. the The um, Congre- Congress uh, announces an investigation into why the money has not gone out the door. Two days later, it goes out the door on 9-11 at night, knowing that nine eleven will eat the entire. News cycle essentially, releasing it on nine eleven was part of the cover. So the the only thing he had left was this, uh, was the meeting. You you make the announcement, you'll get the meeting, and then Russia will know that uh, we are aligned with Ukraine and the new government there, and the people of Ukraine will be able to trust their you know that their president is gonna is not gonna run afoul of. Our, you know, our two biggest allies, the EU and the United States. And the biggest uh, single funder being the United States. Uh, but the EU as a, as a collective gives more than the United States. But you don't if he doesn't do the announcement, you don't get the meeting. Guess what? He didn't do the m- announcement. He didn't get the meeting. That was a quid no quo. Yeah, he it goes both ways. He didn't. They withheld the meeting. He still hasn't had it. There has not been a working meeting with the president of Ukraine, and there is no reason for there not to be one. And the longer that goes on, the more it benefits Russia. The, I mean, the, the money went out the door because Congress, a bipartisan group of, con, of Congress and, uh, congressmen and senators went, what the hell is going on with the money? And an investigation began into why it hadn't gone out the door. That's why they released it. And they released it the night of 9-11 as cover for where it went. And then go, yeah, we released it. We released it. You had to. But they never gave the meeting. Never. Zelensky has still not gotten it. And and there is no sign that Trump is going to have one. He's met with Erdogan. He's it,
1: yeah.
2: Erdogan. Yeah, he's, he's met with him. If he worries about corruption. He's met with him. He's met with MBS. MBS uh, ordered the murder and dismemberment of a U.S. resident and a reporter. He had meetings with him after that, sold him military arms. And said, well, we can't lose a billion dollar deal. Because of one cut up dude, can't do that. Cut up dude. Yeah, we. Can, I mean, that, uh, that's essentially what. Oh, he's look, saying. he got some cuts on him. House Sparks' well, uh, conversation. House Sparks made up my words. It was very, very illegal. He made up these words. Right. So uh, we got to take a break. We'll be back right after this.
3: This is Ron Calgill. and this is Robbie Earhart, and you're listening to the House Sparks Radio Program, Mega Worldwide.
2: You know how Trump. Uh, it, he he picks the best people uh, until they've worked for him for a while, and they realize um, a he, he, like they say something he doesn't like, and then he's never met them.
1: Ukraine this matters is, here. We go. <laughs> at the used to work with Mister. Sorry to put Rudy in the middle of the Ukraine,
0: a country he knew little about, as opposed to let the people do their jobs there and just give them the same mission. Okay, first of all, Volker, I don't know him. Don't know him. Uh, this guy Sondland, hardly know him. I've had a couple of conversations with him. I see him hanging around, you know, when I go to Europe. But he was really see him
2: hanging around. European. I see him hanging around when I go to Europe. <laughs> he's your he's your ambassador to the European Union. All of he's not your German ambassador, he's not your French ambassador. You have one of those two, he's the ambassador to the whole EU. He's what the hell?
0: <laughs> I don't know. I'm sorry, I don't know. Dad. Union ambassador, and all of a sudden, he's working on this. And you know, ask about that. Rick, all the by the way,
2: all of a sudden, he's working on this. Uh, you put him in charge of Ukraine. I mean, that's that's the testimony from everybody. All of a sudden. Very well. Uh, Frankly, I'd like Rick to make a statement and Rick
0: would make a statement. He's a great guy. I think he already made a statement. Great guy. Uh, Rudy is is a great crime
2: fighter. Rudy's been fighting crime forever until he learned so well. It's like Rudy is literally like um, the Harvey Dent of this whole thing or whatever, you know you either die a hero or live long enough to, ma- to watch yourself become the villain or whatever that is. Um, all right? Yeah. Um, this, uh, and my favorite is his take on, I think, I mean, it's hard to say, but it's his take on, um, Stefanik, the, the woman who, you know, the, that the, like, the, they were all basically throwing in front of, uh, ever, you know, this was, this is the woman, the, the, the Congresswoman who, um, was basically, you know, the she's the female Jim Jordan, with the exception of the, uh, I don't believe, I have no reason to believe she ever looked the other way during um, repeated uh, sex, pedophilic sexual assaults. Mm-hmm. Whereas in the case of Jim Jordan, I think there's an abundant evidence in that area. And I don't know why he won't um, answer that. But here Stefanik. He stars. Every, he, every once in a while you. He's talking about her. You know.
0: Every time you do something, you have guys like Jim Jordan and Meadows, and all these guys that they've been around and they're stars, but they've been stars. Every once in a while, you meet a new star. I know a lot about stardom. I know a lot about it. I've made up of it, but I'll tell you what: this young woman from upstate New York, she has become a star. Her way, you know, you can never define exactly what it is. You understand that.
2: Uh, you're you know, it's that it, je ne sais whatever it is. I think the, the French sky. have a phrase for that certain something. I don't know. You what can it just
0: is. hear him getting off on his own BS.
2: <laughs> but I've made a lot of stars. You did the Celebrity Apprentice. The, nobody. The only star from The Apprentice is Amorosa. And, and the reason she's a star is because you brought her in. She was, uh, she was awful, was the idea. And then you brought her into the White House. And then she told everyone what a wacko you were like. That's that's why. Mm -hmm. But when you did the celebrity apprentice, they were already celebrities. What the hell are you
3: talking about?
2: I made a lot of stars. Nobody even knew who Gary Busey was until I know what I'm talking about. I knew exactly. Look, I knew that after I'd done the Buddy Holly story, the only way I would become truly amazing in the world is Donald Trump tapped me on the shoulder while I sat at Swaps in a short skirt and he came up to me and he said you've got a little certain shouldn't say whatever and that's exactly what and now I know that it's just wonderful
3: it just kind of shouldn't say whatever
2: <laughs> so um um and oh by the way there's tons of you know, he opened a plant that's been open since 2013. That stuff was obviously, that was a big story. You know, he went to this plant in Texas that's been open since 2013. Uh, who was president in 2013? I can't remember. Um, mm. To take credit for a plant that was open then is brand new. Um, and uh, he he goes, uh, and and by the way, Apple is expanding um, in that area. But they've been planning that for six and a half years, and this has been a part of a negotiation to hide, like with that I, the money they were hiding in Ireland all those years ago after 2008, when everybody was crawling up there, took us about this stuff. That's been a whole thing. So um, that being said, um, he he goes at one point, uh, um, you know, he's going to open this uh, plant, but there was something he said. Um, it, I, I think it went by under the radar in this f- whole Fox exchange um, that I thought was you know, particularly telling, considering where we are right now. Um, remember who was supposed to pay for the wall?
0: We have the wall um,
2: electrified
0: so that if anyone touches it, we know exactly what's happening. We can get there within sure. minutes. Now we built a, we're, the we're wall? Building a, we're building a fantastic wall. And without the wall now, it just means she's going to lose. Because one Talking of the things that I that. won on last time was was border security. And you see where the numbers are. Now, until I got the wall built, I got Mexico because we're not allowed. Very simply, we have loopholes. And they're called loopholes for a reason because they're loopholes.
2: <laughs> oh, my God. All right. Um, uh The, the, the point, uh, uh, you know what? Yeah. They're they're call uh, them loopholes for a reason. Yeah, hold because on, because they're loopholes. Because they're loopholes, right? The um the fascinating part of this is that he says at one point, um, the military. He I got I got military money to pay for this. Oh my, that was the that was the trick that he that was the loophole he used. I guess was that um he goes I got the military to uh, pay for this. Where is it thirty six oh nine? I got to scroll this back to this point because this was um like integral to what he's talking about had a good relationship okay. no I mr president no, I let's I talk about let's
3: talk about 2020 because we saw the last democratic debate and the ratings were really he's talking low. about I don't know if that's uh,
2: elizabeth but. warren talking, talking about the warren. wall People they play are, a-
3: are not interested in these candidates and maybe that's why some of these other guys were talking about jumping into the race elizabeth warren says she's going to use t- tax dollars to take down your border wall listen to this Would you ask taxpayers to pay to take down any part of the wall on the nation's southern border? If there are parts of the wall that are not useful in our defense, of course we should do it. The real point here is that we need to stop this man-made crisis at the border. Trump is the one who has created this crisis. Tom Honan said the reason that the numbers are down is because of the wall. What do you say?
0: Absolutely. We've built almost a hundred miles of wall. It's going up fast. Army Corps of Engineers is doing it. We have the funding. I took it out of the military. You know, I've rebuilt whoa, the military.
2: Whoa, whoa, wait, what was that? Oh. What, what was this? Hold on. That's another hundred miles of wall. It's going
0: up fast. Army Corps of Engineers is doing it. We have the funding. I took it out of the military. You know, I've rebuilt the military. That's another thing we've done, which was.
2: Um, yeah. A deficit hmm. spent uh, to, uh, make the, I guess, instead of uh, our military being um, bigger than the combined other top six militaries in the world, we're now uh, the combined top eight militaries in the world. And and Brad in our chat room is pointing out very uh, astutely, there is no new wall. Everything that is being built is simply being rebuilt. These are already sections. And And as far as Warren's answer on this, The easy answer, um, by the way, for any of the Democrats who uh, get asked this question in future is the only reason to tear down a section of wall that exists there is if it would be better for there to be a port or a passage for uh, that, that for the positive exchange of people to and from our countries. But like you don't just tear it down to just tear it down like it's you don't need to, by the way, because you can cut through it with tools you can buy at Home Depot. His magic wall, uh, you can you can literally cut through with uh, hacksaws. I, I mean, if you want to do it by hand, you can, but there's you know motorized ones, battery-operated ones. It's really sweet ones. I, I'm just saying, if anybody's looking for Christmas gifts for me. Um, we'll be back right after this. It's the Housewives Radio Program, Mega Worldwide, and WCPT Radio, Chicago's Progressive Talk, infotainmentwars.com. Uh, we have the audio. Um, we'll be back right after this. <laughs>
0: Video streaming at HouseFarms.com. Well, I don't care for you or for the putrid sludge
2: like you're troweling out.
3: fuss True progressive
2: talk. It might be a good time for you guys to give up. Well, there is invariably in all of this a uh, – um, there's going to be overlap. In who is um, trustworthy in all these things. And Devin Nunez, who uh, initially remember had to recuse himself from the Russia investigation because of his. He
0: seems trustworthy to me. Careful, careful how you tread when you're talking about Devin Nunez.
2: His, his little nighttime runs over to the White House to help carry their, uh, their. He's kind of my guy. Okay, all right, keep going. All right, fine. Um, their exculpatory. <laughs> You definitely want to move to Stockton and live in his backyard. Is that the dream? Um, I would like to live upstairs from him. Um, so Nunez, uh, um, Eric Swalwell, in the middle of uh, the the testimony that was going on, entered in. Uh, uh, it turns out that Lev Parnas, um, who uh, you know of, of Igor and Lev fame, um, uh, both of them. Uh, Um, you know, Lev, Lev wants to squeal. Apparently, um, Lev is, is concerned. That's a heck of a sentence. Yes. Lev, Lev, Lev wants wants to squeal. His, his attorney has been talking about on Twitter, like he started a hashtag. Let Lev speak. Let (sighs) Lev speak. Mm -hmm.
0: You got to let Lev speak.
2: Um, uh, we never did get to see lenny Kravitz at the, at raminia. I'm just saying no what happened there we we just, that ball got dropped right on us um so um he he wants to he wants to do this you know he wants to talk and apparently in this he helped set up meetings um uh with uh devin Nunez overseas to look into um this whole thing oh and by the way so you know that trench of documents that came out last night? Um do you know about that, Johnny? No. So okay, last, last night around eleven o'clock, um uh they, there was a document dump. Apparently the, the 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 State Department had until midnight to to start ha ha he 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 to start releasing Documents um, related to uh, a FOIA request about the exchanges between, um, you know, uh, Volker and Sonland and Rudy Giuliani and all these extensions. So, um, uh, you know, the back and forth about them, they they had to begin by last night. And in keeping with the um, warning that I also gave about this BS nonsense about uh, Rudy Giuliani butt dialing someone, which he just intentionally left. Two, um, you know, side conversation uh, voicemails on a reporter's uh, voicemail, on, uh, pretending, pretending it was a butt dial. Don't fight for honest to God, folks, please don't think that there's some element of strategy. I know these guys are idiots, but they do know w- stuff that has worked in the past. OK. And they can redo it. And in the case of Giuliani, he was on TV almost every night talking about um, this, the Biden conspiracies and crowd strike and all this nonsense and waving around his stupid, uh, you know, affidavits, which were actually just printouts of blogs from Breitbart or whatever. (laughs) Um, You know, I've got all these things right here. Um I shouldn't do that when I say I have a warrant. I just print out a bunch of Breitbart blogs. Yeah, I've got a you know, warrant. Yeah, yeah. No, open up. I am a police officer. Look, I I printed up a picture of a badge from the internet. Um, it's on this piece of paper, believe it. So that that butt dial was uh strategy and it was fake, just for the record. That is my belief. I'm sticking to it. Um, and it was just another way for Rudy Giuliani to get his stupid talking points into discourse. Okay. Sort of- so yeah, State Department had to start releasing; them they did not have to release them at all. They could do them in part. So in and of the actual valuable, they released about 10, 15 pages of emails that were um, that you know showed that Pompeo and Giuliani were exchanging all stuff. By the way, that Sondland had said last week that proved what he was saying was true. It, it, what they also released in that was the contents of Rudy Giuliani's fake White House folder that he was showing around. Remember when he he, he had oh, yeah. an envelope with the White House written up in the corner, was not White House stationery. It was printed. He printed it up himself. Somebody did his assistant or somebody printed a fake manila envelope with the White House written on it. There's a picture of that the outside of that envelope, and then all of its contents in this document dump. Something like 60 pages of what they put out last night was from that folder, which is all just garbage. It's all just him, the same stuff he was saying um, on the news, but he can't go on the news anymore because he's getting – because – He's under he's, look, he's staring down the barrel of an indictment and his attorneys are saying, look, you can't go on television because we we now know that all of these judges are now taking seriously what people say in the news. And if you contradict what you say on the stand in the news very distinctly, which you would have to do if you went on the air, we can't help you. So stop going on Fox and Friends and stop going on CNN and yelling at Chris Cuomo. Don't 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 do it. You're going to, you know, you're, you're going to get busted. And so he had to stop. So hence the butt dial fake to. And there's two whole conversations. He dumps all this stuff about the Bidens and then talks about needing money, which is uh, part of the play about Trump's angle that people are being, you know, uh, are being made broke by, uh, you know, being tortured by the Dems because they have to hire legal assistance because they were involved in criminal schemes with him. Um, <clears throat> so. Um, I can if there's if there's anybody that uh, uh, let me know, Carl, if there's anybody I should uh, take care of in the restream thing. So uh, that being said, um, there is a you know, this this is another situation where the majority of what they released in this stuff is, um, you know, to to hide the 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 parts that are difficult um, for the narrative that they put forward and that they've been pushing all week. What they did was put out basically all of Rudy Giuliani's um, intel that he was gathering. That was the that was the whole purpose of it. So um, and and I, you know, God bless the folks over at um, uh, whatever American Oversight who put it out. I appreciate what they're trying to do, but you being played. And there's a reason why you don't start putting the stuff out until you get all of it. You can't just get giddy and start dumping whatever they give you. Because what they will do is give you the stuff they know will eat news cycle stuff during that exchange. Now, one of the things that did stand out in this was a uh, um, a-, a letter that they got. Whoops, that's, I got to go to the uh, regular photos that I took or whatever. <clears throat> Um, Was an email that was sent, um, oddly enough, from uh, Mike Pompeo or uh, sorry, from um, uh, John Solomon, who's a writer at the Hill, who was just kind of kind of broomed for doing all this Trump defensive stuff that had no basis um, you know, he was basically acting as a Trump defender. No, it was all an op-ed stuff that I don't have a problem with. It's you—you you have to take all op-eds with a uh, grain of salt. They are opinions. Yeah, it's an opinion. It's okay, you know, uh, uh, and and as as long as there's a volume of of different sides, I don't have to agree with the opinion to not, to find value in the printing of it because sometimes, and, and this might be news to um, f- some folks on our side and a bunch of folks on the right. It's a good idea to hear the complete argument of the other side. So if you do have an issue with the methodology or the implementation of it, you can at least not be talking out of your buttocks. You can can be responding to the actual issues, not the ones made up in your head, right? So I I don't have a problem reading op-eds and stuff of people I disagree with wholeheartedly like John Solomon. That being said, Solomon, part of this dump, um, um, they – uh, released emails. <coughs> that He had sent. Um, I guess he'd gotten. He he'd sent out versions of his stories to get okays from some of the people in the White House, and Lev Parnas. Lev Parnas was on the like of the three people. John Solomon at the Hill was sending stories to to clear them. Of all the people in the United States and beyond the borders of the United States and interacting with uh, every possible iteration of the Trump organization and every other group. um, All of those, like all the people in the world, he could possibly be sending emails to and getting clearance on stories about Trump and what was going on in Ukraine Um. Lev Harnett was one of the three. I mean, that's that in and of itself is extraordinary and and weird considering how dopey these guys were. I mean, they literally thought they were being sent on a James Bond like mission, according to their testimony. And and when were when were when were they sent on this James Bond like uh, mission? They were pulled aside by Trump. And told, I got a message for you guys. If you choose to accept it, this taco bowl will explode as soon as I digest it. You might not want to be in the room. Um, at last year's Hanukkah party. That's, uh, you may have seen a really? picture of all of them together. And I, I'd always seen this, and I didn't know why in this one picture they kept showing them all together. Where Rudy is with Trump and, and Lev and Igor. <coughs> why Rudy has a yarmulke on. Because he's not Jewish, and I, I, and wearing one out of respect during a holiday makes a total makes total sense. Sure, but out of context, what is a with that picture, right? Um, and ultimately, it was because they were at the Hanukkah party when that was taken, and they and, and Trump apparently took them aside and said, "I've got a mission for you if you choose to accept it." And I guess they chose to accept it because they w- went about crawling up Sondland and Volcker and, and, uh, and uh, Morrison's keisters uh, all over Europe. And again, we got to take a break. But let's be, go into the break really clear about one thing. All during the time leading up to this announcement that they were forcing the, the new president, uh, Zelensky, to make. They were forcing him to make this announcement. They didn't want, the, they no longer needed an investigation because they had been there, they had looked, and they had found nothing. Everything they found wouldn't stand up in court and they knew it. So they just had to come back with these affidavits from these dudes who were stock puppets for Russia, who were screwing up the Ukrainian government um, for years. And when we come back, we'll talk about the difference between lethal and non-lethal assistance during the Obama and Trump years. Curious, curious thing time is. Period. We'll be back. Welcome back to the show. So, um, there one of the things that's you know been, uh, I think the the other Trump defense that they have constantly used is uh, no one has ever been more transparent, <clears throat> and this is all secondhand knowledge. Well, first of all, most of the people with firsthand knowledge, with the exception of Sondland, uh, and. And by the way, everybody's a first-hand, uh, everyone. Um, Thank you, Golden Clips. Wow. Um, Everyone in this had first-hand knowledge of the implications and ramifications of what was going on. If you want to say that they didn't hear directly from the president, that's not what most of them were there to uh, talk about. They were were there to talk about um, the implications of policy. Of this, using um, uh, taxpayer dollars to leverage uh, a a foreign leader um, to give dirt um, and make this announcement to help uh, a campaign. This they were showing what occurred. They were interacting with the people who were being affected by this. They were on the quo side. They were seeing how the quo was shaken out. And the 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 other one being is that um, and and by the way. Almost all of the people with the, quote, firsthand knowledge that were named by Sondland, Rick Perry, um, uh, Pompeo, Mike Pence, Donald Trump himself, uh, won't show up, won't testify. And insofar as transparency goes, where they're supposedly I've been the most transparent ever, ever. um, Well, guess what? Um, uh, Sondland is not a note-taker, by his own admission. And he tried to get his staff together to get ready for his testimony, both the first time and when he came back, and to gather documents to verify what he was going to be saying today. But he ran into a little snag. Tell
1: Zelensky to do the right thing. Something to that effect. So I typed out a text to Ambassador Taylor, and my reason for telling him this was not to defend what the president was saying, not to opine on whether the president was being truthful oh, hold on. or untruthful. That was the, that was the part I was playing you before. Relay- hold on.
2: This is the, this is the other part I wanted. Um, this is just more of his, uh, deal with that. So this is, um, this is him dealing with, um, uh, the, um, trying to get his information, um, shared with, And I, I, I confused the testimony versus the opening statement. So we'll make sure, um, that these are both there. So, um, conducting
3: investigations to aid his reelection campaign and did hold on. I'll find it. Office of the president. You'll do it. it. Mm -hmm. Finally, I want to say a word about the president and secretary Pompeo. Here it is. Somebody else made a link
2: of all the, they went through and point by pointed it. Oh, bless their heart. They made hot, uh, code points i'll i'll post those later if i can grab them off of there but this was a crucial part of what sondland was saying about his preparation already to provided
1: 10 hours of deposition testimony and i did so despite directives from the white house eh. and the state department mm-hmm. that i refused to appear yep as many others have done i agreed to testify because i respect the gravity of the moment, Mm -hmm. and I believe I have an obligation to account fully for my role in these events.
2: Also, by the way, uh, he wasn't completely truthful in his um, um, closed-door deposition and recognized that there were enough people coming forward with other versions of it and they had receipts. And if he didn't come forward and and straighten out his story and tell the truth, he was going to be in trouble. And he's one of those guys where Trump was already saying, um, I barely know the gentleman, which means you're done, son. Um, so, yeah, that's also another reason.
1: But I also must acknowledge that this process has been challenging. Why is that? And in many respects, less than fair.
2: Why is that? Okay. I
1: have not had access to all of my phone records, oh. State Department emails. Really? And many, many other State Department documents. Why is that? And I was told I could not work <laughs> with my EU staff to pull together the relevant files, and information.
2: By who? Who told
1: you Having that? Having access to the State Department materials would have been very helpful to me in trying to reconstruct with whom I spoke and met hmm. and when and what was said.
2: Well, well you'd want to do that, As
1: ambassador, you? I've had hundreds of meetings and calls with
2: individuals. Sure, sure, yeah.
1: But I'm not a note taker. No. Or no. a memo writer.
2: That's understandable.
1: Never have been. Oh, why not? My job requires that I speak with heads of state, senior government officials, members of the cabinet, the president, almost each and every day. Talking with foreign leaders might be memorable to some people, but this is my job. I do it all the time. My lawyers and I have made multiple requests to the State Department and the White House for these materials. Huh. Yet these materials were not provided to me. Oh, why is that? And they have also refused to share these materials with this committee.
2: Well, that's odd. These
1: documents are not classified. Oh, in fairness, and in fairness, should have been made available. Oh, yes, yeah, sounds fair. The absence fair. of these materials,
2: my memory, you're like been Bob Newhart. been perfect. You what? You're like Bob Newhart. Am I? Yeah, it's like we're having a little conversation, he and I. All right. Um, but uh, let's be abundantly clear. The the entire thing about totally transparent, everything proof, this is not, it's all a witch hunt, it's a hoax, This is fake news, Um. no one's been more transparent, and it's all secondhand. This dude has firsthand, he's not Holmes. Holmes overheard Holmes. Holmes overheard, yo, Holmes overheard, this con this uh this uh, conversation with Sondland and Trump. Okay, he's firsthand. He was sitting there listening to these guys talk. That's not hearsay. Hearsay would be if he didn't hear the other side of the conversation, and he he what was said was related to him. Now that doesn't mean it's wrong. Then you have to make a judgment of the person that told him. In the case of the second hand of the conversation, second half of the conversation about Trump not giving a crap about. Uh, Ukraine. That was Sondland relating his feelings and what Trump had said to him to Holmes. That you take into account, kind of like an op-ed. But the conversation between Trump and Sondland that he could hear, Holmes is a direct Holmes. Holmes is a direct um, witness to that. It's not hearsay. Sondland is a direct witness to the conversations that he had as well. And you have to take into account whether or not you believe, you know, his. Uh, assertions about what Trump felt or or seemed to be motivated by based on that. you know, And there's one way to answer that and tell if it's totally true um, or not. And that is by Trump testifying. It's the only way that part gets eliminated. If Trump won't testify, you can either read that as he is scared to or he thinks it's below him. The everybody on the right believes it. he thinks it's below him. It's a witch hunt. It's a waste of his time, right? That's why he doesn't have to do it. Every, uh, the rest of us all think that if he actually did that, he'd be caught in a perjury trap in a in a heartbeat because he can't even keep his story straight on Fox and Friends. The old the perjury road. trap. The old perjury trap. So Sondland is a firsthand witness to what's going on. He had these direct conversations with Donald Trump. He had these direct conversations with Mike Pence. He had direct conversations with Uh, Mike Pompeo with Rudy Giuliani. And what's their answer to him coming forward and giving full truthful testimony? First, they order him not to. And does he file a lawsuit like Mick Mulvaney um, tries to ride on, on Bolton's coattails? Or does he file one like Bolton, who's trying to avoid testifying so he doesn't undercut the sales of his book? No, he shows up. Shows up for his deposition, tries to soft pedal and protect himself, gets caught in the other stuff, comes out and realizes that when he testifies in public, he's going to have to clean up some of this stuff. And 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 he has a choice. Plead the fifth or straighten out his story. He decides to straighten out his story. This is a great song playing behind us. It is. And and we brought up Dick Cheney today. I used to joke that I co-wrote this with uh, Dick Cheney. Um, (laughs) In many ways, parts of it, true, um, in that regard. Um, But pay attention to the next week, folks, because I don't think this part's over. I think think one of these outliers is going to testify. I don't know if it's Perry. I don't know if it's Lev Parnas. I don't know if it's five other sideline people that were named by Sondland, it's going to be hard to tell. But there is plenty to impeach the president just on this. Thank you guys for listening. Thank everybody, for showing up every week. I love you guys. Uh, Don't forget to like and subscribe on the YouTube channel, infotainmentwars.com. Thank you to all of our patrons. You guys are amazing. Patreon.com slash housepark. Support the show in any way you can. Um, Merch, whatnot. We hit 10K so we can sell merch. Just look in in the description below on the YouTube channel. You can buy them right there. They're right there. Look. They're right there. They're right there. Thumbs up. Johnny Million is awesome. Oh, we'll see you guys next time. Uh, take care of yourself and take care of somebody else.
3: Hey, it's Stephanie Miller, America's original sexy liberal. If you don't count
2: Millard Fillmore. Come join us for the Happy Hour podcast. You're probably already doing plenty of drinking and swearing with this sh- stain of a president in office. Well, join me and my celebrity and comedian friends for a raunchy, uncensored ride through politics and pop culture. Pants optional.